0: Hello everyone, this is El Romano coming to you live from my quarantine base with my brand new podcast in sunny California. Before we get started, I just wanted to put out a quick disclaimer that anything and everything that will be spoken about on this podcast will be anything and everything that I feel like speaking about on this podcast. With that out of the way, let's get started. So today I'm going to be talking about something that we've all experienced at one point or another in our life, that is high school. Or more specifically my own personal high school experience so and the reason why i tell you this is because i'm currently am in high school in the final few months of my senior year and i'm going to be graduating at the beginning of june uh later this year and after that happens after my summer break i most likely most likely will be attending university of nevada reno and seeing as how i'm nearing the end of my high school career i find it appropriate to Look back on all the chaos surrounding what I consider to be some of the worst years of my entire life so far. So, so where do we start from here? Uh, in order for you guys to have like a better understanding, we must go all the way back to 2017, where I began my journey at Ben Holt Academy. And keep in mind, this is after I told my parents for months that I didn't want to go back there for high school. Since at that point in time, the middle school students had just split from the high school and now had their uh, and still to this day have the their Ben Holt Middle School right next to the high school. I didn't want to go back there for high school. Uh, so unfortunately, that was just the beginning. And the reason why I didn't want to go back, there are a bunch of reasons, but uh, one of probably the most primary reason I didn't want to go back was because uh, was because. A lot of the students that I uh, didn't – a lot of the students who I went to middle school with at the middle school uh, were going to be transferring over to the high school. And those – and the kids who said that – who made it clear that they were going uh, said uh, I just didn't really uh, – uh, I did not have the best relationship with them. Let's just put it like that. I, I really didn't – a lot of students hated me and I really hated them. And I, and I never did anything to them. So – that which made it that more awkward and uncomfortable uncomfortable for me. Uh, however, it the, the worst was yet to come, basically. So within a few months of my freshman year, I was already feeling really bored as hell. And I didn't have much to do besides attend class and finish slash turn in homework. Then I found out that student council positions were, were open and they were exclusive to, to freshman students. And I was a bit hesitant at first. But I decided to put myself in the running the first while on student council as I figured it would give me something to do and would make my overall school experience a little less boring. Now, a little side note, I was far from, well, as I'm sure you guys heard me uh, from talking about how I didn't, how I had a lot of enemies from uh, middle school who transferred over to high school. So obviously I wasn't nowhere near the most uh, popular uh, student in my class, let alone the entire, uh, the entire school but uh i so because of that i decided to go for like one of the lower ranking positions instead instead of like going for class uh, president or vice president i decided to go for the class treasurer you know the people the person who handles all the financial stuff for this for their uh, class so yeah i just decided to do that it'll give me something on my uh on my college resume early in my high school career whatever uh so a few months passed, and the results finally come in, and it turns out that I won the position, but I, it was only because no one else ever ran for it, so that was uh, pretty easy for me. Uh, so I believe the next Monday after that, the first student council meeting happens. At least that, well, at least that involved the, uh, the freshmen, and I saw that there was no class secretary, so I went over to the teacher who was supervising the whole thing, And she told me that no one else had, along with the class treasurer, uh, which, you know, is an exception for me, uh, no one else had applied for that uh, position. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, do you think it's it's possible if I could try to, like, double duty as a class treasurer and class secretary? And she said, no, but I'll tell you what I can do. If you want, you can be class secretary, but you'll have to give up your class treasurer spot. So I was like okay so I was automatically class uh, class uh, secretary so boom uh, easiest promotion of my entire life hands down <laughs> uh so then a few more months pass I started uh I started to get very bored because I wasn't because uh, I wasn't really doing much uh and neither was the entire freshman class I think it was mainly just like the center of uh, the centerpiece of it, of everything involving student council was obviously like the student class member uh, like the student body members and not the class members like the student body president and vice president and all that stuff those are the people who really mattered some people who were on the student body level also didn't really matter too much because it uh, ben hold is a very small school there's really not much to do and not much to, like look over as a member of student council uh so after all that happened uh i just was that once the freshman what well, that once my freshman year had uh fi- had started to come to an end i was like hmm and, and at this point uh the next year's uh student council uh elections were being held at this point so i was like okay i didn't get much get to do much because like I assumed that I didn't get to do much at that time because I was a freshman, you know, class secretary, not really much to do Um, when you're a class secretary with um at the lowest um a high school grade. So it's like, OK, uh obviously, I'm not going to go for student body because there are a lot more people who are popular than me. But I'm going to go on a bit of a risk here and actually apply for sophomore class vice president because you know? I figured, OK, if I'm a higher position, I'll, maybe I'll be able to do more. And like you know changes the school because I was really bored with the school with the teachers and the students it was like, the students were more irritating than boring, but the the classes and definitely the teachers were a lot boring uh, anyway uh so I actually ended up uh going up against two uh two people for a sophomore class vice president that year, and that was a a dude named Riley and a girl named Isabella and the fu- uh, funny thing was, um, they put a lot of effort into their um uh, their camp yeah that's the word into their campaign, and I hardly didn't and I hardly did any- anything. So what Riley would do was he would you know just like, vote for me, and he was already pretty popular. Both of them were v- much more popular than I was. Uh, so he would hand out candy, saying like, "Hey, vote for me, guys!" Blah 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 blah. Isabella would kind of do the same thing. You know, like she would go around and vote for me. She would like, you know, she would, um, she actually made her own custom stickers and had her own, like, uh, hype crew or whatever. I'll I'll just use the words hype crew to uh, help her out and, like, spread the word that she was, um, uh, running and we, uh... She passed out all the stickers. Meanwhile, all I did was I, I didn't get anything. I didn't spend my money on anything. I just straight up like talked to people and said, hey, look, like the school is incredibly boring. You know it. I know it. Vote for me. I promise I'll do whatever I possibly can to make this overall school experience less boring for both me and you and everyone else. And apparently that was good enough. Uh oh along with some luck. Let me explain. So, like I said, I was going up against two different people, Riley and Isabella. Well, Isabella had actually never done uh, a single year of student council-related stuff prior to this. And it turns out that for higher class positions, such as, um, well, mainly just uh, the president and vice president spot, you needed to have at least one year of um, student council uh, uh, underneath your belt and seeing how's, uh, how I was a class secretary uh, from my freshman year, I was automatically uh, able to do it. I think Riley said that he did it in middle school. So yeah, it had to be an elementary school, middle school or uh, or high school. And Isabella had never done any of that, so she automatically had to go into like the the lower tier ranks, and she automatically applied for secretary, and it eventually got that um uh, that role. So I decided, to, so I took advantage of that. I turned her supporters and her followers into my supporters and followers, and miraculously, uh, I ended up winning. So there was that. Uh, and then, and this was still in my freshman year at the. I think it was the last day of my freshman year. The results came in for what would happen next year, my sophomore year. So that happened. It was over the speakers. I was announced the winner. I was honestly a bit surprised because of how much popular Riley was than me. But, uh, so summer break happens. I like go back to school for sophomore year and eventually, you know, can take, over, take my role as a sophomore class vice president, right? So then, uh, so I think a few, I think it was only just like a two or three weeks, maybe even a month passed before I realized that, okay, uh, it turns out that uh, it wasn't my previous position as secretary that was the problem in the first place. It was, it was actually the student council itself, and let me explain why, because there was literally no solid structure. The ideas that they had for events, were that, for events that were supposed to be important were like really awful, And let me get into a specific moment later. And anything and everything that they thought of and talked about had absolutely zero benefits for the school and its students. Because they were completely out of touch with with everyone and everything. So once the school year came to an end, I had well made up my mind. Like, it was out of the... It was like non-negotiable at this point, that I would never go back to that toxic, lazy environment those deadbeats called student council, even after I left. And the pandemic hit, I think it was like in May of 2020. Yeah, it was in May of 2020. They had created what is uh, hands down the stupidest idea I had ever heard them come up with. So in May of 2020, they decided to host a virtual prom a freaking virtual prom and it and all it was was a zoom meeting that told people to get you know like for males you know like wear a suit or whatever and and for uh for um uh, the females to like uh, get dressed in your in your pretty gowns or outfits uh and log on to a zoom meeting and basically just kind of like look at the screen and like uh, and boom like that's your prom like wow i'm I'm sure that was a whole boatload of fun that must have been just to be looking at a screen with your friends, doing nothing else, and calling it prom. Well, that, I guess I've seen it all, folks. Uh, and it's stupid ideas like that that makes me wonder why I was ever a part of student council to begin with. And in fact, the only, there, I will admit, there was one good thing that came with being a part of student council. So, uh, for event, for school events, like homecoming dance, or like prom or winter formal that we had, I think sometimes even like a, uh, a, Valentine's, a Valentine's Day dance, uh student council members would get fifty percent off their tickets of admission, so I was like okay uh, I'll, I'll run with that, but at this point, even that wasn't enough for to get me to stay i i let uh, and I told all my uh all my uh my fellow sophomore class uh student council members who by the way were people who I absolutely hated i really didn 't like them they were probably one of the like all of them were like five of my top 10 worst people that I absolutely hated. I told them, like, okay, oh, yeah, like, here's the deal. You, like, you guys are, you along with everyone else are completely out of touch. You guys have no idea what you're doing. And, uh, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And uh, I'm walking out. Uh, and I made it clear to my, cl- to my sophomore class president. I think it was near the end of my sophomore year. She said, hey, Roman, I'm like, are, are you going to be coming back? Uh, she said, like, are you going to be coming back to a student council for next year? It's like, absolutely not. No way. Am I, I going to be coming back to you? No way. Am I going back with you guys? So, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely one of the worst things I've ever had to um my experience in high school, a bunch of deadbeats considering themselves to be awesome student council members when they just, they have no idea what they're doing. They're, they were the biggest bunch of idiots I've, I've ever had to work with. And that's saying something. However, though it was, uh, it probably wasn't like the most heated uh, thing I've ever had to deal with, and uh, definitely other students and my fellow classmates weren't the only ones I've I've had heated confrontations with. That one has definitely has to go to something that happened in my uh, in in my sophomore year involving a teacher. So I was in Google Apps in business, right, and uh, uh I guess what. what Okay. Yeah. So I was in my fourth block at the time. At this point, we had block schedule, so this was my last class of the day, and my teacher uh, had saw that I was um uh, that I had, yeah my teacher saw that I was distracted on my phone and I wasn't like working. Uh, he said like, "Roma, get off your phone." Like, pretty understandable, right? Like, um, I'm sure you'll agree. And so I was like, "Okay, fine, fair enough." And then two minutes passed by. And I just wanted, and I was currently listening to music, and I just, like, picked up my phone and looked at it for, like, five, ten seconds just to, like, change the, the song I was listening to. And he must have caught me in the act and uh, said, like, okay, like, Roman, he's like, get, uh like, how might like, get off your phone? And, uh, and Then he said, like, as a matter of fact, no, uh, ha- get over here and hand me your phone. And I was like, and I tried to explain it to him, and he said, like, no, I don't want to hear it. And I was like, oh, and I just groaned, and I slowly walked over, and I handed it to him. That was like pretty irritating, but that, but that's going to get much better for me. Uh, so then I another few minutes pass by, and uh, I'm talking with one of my friends, and uh, like I'm I'm looking at my uh, at my computer screen and typing, and then and talking to him at the same time, and then like the instant, like I swear, like two seconds after I look over uh, to like talk to him, he my teacher steps. It's like Roman. How many times do I have to tell you to, like, to, to stay on task and, and focus on your work? And, like, just out loud, cause I was getting so annoyed by him, cause he wasn't, cause he was just assuming the worst from, from me. I straight up said, and I yelled this out loud, for, so the whole class could hear, because I didn't care, he was annoying the heck out of me. I said, like, shut up, you stupid idiot. Like, I'm, I, like, like, like I am, like, I am working here, you stupid idiot. Like, now shut up and leave me alone. And I, I swear, that, that's word for word what I said and he said Look, like like that's it like like you better go to the office right like you go to the office right now and and defined so it was like like good like fine like I'd rather be there than stay here anyway with you and, and and then I walked out so then I go to the office right and my I think it was the uh I th- I thought he was the principal for years but I think he was the assistant principal but he was the one who I ever t- who I always talked to if I ever got sent to the office which was hardly ever and uh and he, I told him what had happened. He, we, we, sorry, we went into his office. I told him what had happened, and, and what I said was that I was just trying to go on my phone to change the music, and uh, that my teacher had told had told me to like give me his phone. I was trying to explain it to him, and he said that. And I told him that my teacher just didn't want to hear it, and like just right then and there because. Like before, I continue. Let me just say that I always knew how to get on a teacher's good side. It's not. I'm not saying that I was a suck up. Because I, because I clearly wasn't. I refused to suck up to anybody. But I just, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, it was always just in my, uh, in my goodwill to always be respectful to anyone, even if they sometimes disrespected me. I tried my best to be respectful to as many people as possible, especially the teachers, because they never did anything wrong to me, except in this case, of course. So. And my my assistant principal knew how much of a respectful guy I was, so he bought a hook, line, and sinker. And after that, uh, because this was like in the last ten minutes of class, and then the bell finally rang, uh, and then and school had let out for everyone. So then my teacher came over to Mr. Uh, to my the assistant principal's office. He gave me he gave him my phone, uh, to which the assistant principal automatically gave back my phone to me, and nothing else ever happened. I swear, I literally faced zero punishment for yelling at a teacher and calling him a stupid idiot. Like, cause, like, that just shows how, how well protected I was, uh, from the staff members because they knew how much of a, of a good guy I was. Haha. Uh, hooray for me. Another thing that also, um, really annoyed me from, uh, Ben Holt was, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. It's probably the most pointless, um, uh, assignment I've ever, well, not assignment, the most pointless project I've ever had to deal with, and that is um, what's called ex- uh, exhibition projects. So, uh, what that was, it was basically like, uh, I think it was planned out for like six months, the entire um, second half of the school year. So, from January all the way to, to June, okay? And it was basically, you had to like select a topic uh, and like do like a community service type of a deal along with make a final product that is based off of your topic. So, for example. Uh, mine, what my, uh, topic, uh, for both years, essentially, it was essentially like the same thing, but I was able to get away with it by just giving it a different title. They both involved guitars. My final product was like, uh, was like a musical guitar, uh, was a musical piece on my guitar and my community's like service or resource was taking guitar lessons both times. So, so so, so that's like a firm example of it anyway. Uh, and uh, before I continue, let me just say like thank freaking god uh, covid hit because it because of that I don't have to I didn't have to have an exhibition for my junior year and I'm not going to have one for my senior year. So thank god I only had to do two for my first two years instead of having to do one for all four years cuz that would have been freaking dreadful for me. Anyway, I uh uh I had Still to this day, I will always believe that there was absolutely no point to exhibitions. They serve absolutely no purpose. It actually got to the point where in my junior year, I think this was like a month or two before COVID hit and, you know, quarantine started. I asked my teacher, like, hey, Miss Toro, because that was her name, like, Mrs. Toro uh like please be honest with me i'm going to ask you something i want you to be completely honest do you honestly see a point with these exhibition projects and she straight up told me no and that i was completely correct there was absolutely no point to these exhibitions and all i ever saw exhibitions as was a pointless project that basically uh will serve us no purpose in our future okay because there were topics that like that that really didn't matter to me they just seemed uh, easy I mean, personally, I do like music, and maybe I will become, like, a music guy one day, but, uh, like, it, all I really talked about was guitars, and I was like, okay, how is this, like, really gonna, like, serve me, or, like, academically? There's literally no point to this. And, I, all I, and all I ever saw was just more unnecessary work handed down to us. And, sorry, no, not handed down to us. That's that's too nice. Shoved down our throats by the by the dictatorship that would have been whole while so many people were already struggling enough uh with preparing for finals thankfully though i like i already said uh, i only ever had to do two exhibitions be- and thank god because i believe that my junior and senior one would have to be like a completely like much more harder than my junior not my junior my than my freshman and sophomore years i think the only like real good thing to come out of my uh out of my out of my high school experience overall is um, actually COVID. Uh, I wasn't, like I said, I didn't have to do two of my exhibitions. I also, you know, just got to have a lot more free time. I spent that time, you know, being able to um, uh, create some music and uh, start my own business. And the best thing about COVID school related is that, uh, uh, since, you know, it's my senior year, uh, and senior, uh, I have a like, I have a class called senior seminar, which is like, you know, help helping you like prepare for college and like kind of like a financial, it, it gives you a bunch of financial advice to be ready for college. And I was like, okay, that, that's pretty good. Like that was the only like real, like a uh, real world um, lessons that I found useful in all of my high school years. And, uh, it, so because of COVID and everything, I don't have to take any ACT and SAT tests. So that's money saved for me and a whole lot of, uh, money saved for my family and a whole lot of effort and boredom saved for me. And uh, yeah, I believe that is probably the best, like I said, the best thing, hands down to come out of uh, uh, high school for me. Uh, And I can't wait to graduate from this uh, freaking, what I call a pod or a prison of depression POD. And uh, hopefully... I, if I do end up going to University of Nevada, Reno, uh, I'll have a much more experience there in those four years than I did in these four years. So uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been El Romano coming to you from sunny California, my brand new podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a nice day.